GalaxyCon Live is the place for you to hear about fandom from the celebrities who bring geek culture to life. Welcome, friends and fans, to another episode of GalaxyCon Live, where we are bringing the convention experience directly to you. And today, yes, we are going to get truly outrageous with two amazing guests who collectively gave life to an icon of 80s animation, and now is the time for all of you in our chat room to begin typing in your questions for them. Immediately after this session, you will have the opportunity to talk to them directly through our private chat options, as well as shop our selection of personalized autographs, all of which are available now at GalaxyCon.com. So without further ado, let's go on down to Starlight Studios and see who we find. Today, our first guest is a singer, songwriter, and actress who joins us as the speaking voice of Jerrica Benton, a.k.a. Jem. Please welcome Samantha Newark. Hi, folks. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, guys. oh, they are well. They're going crazy in the chat room right now, I assure you. And <laughs> how are you doing? It's been a couple of years since uh, since I've seen you. I know. You have to refresh my memory because I was traveling so just, you know, it became this gigantic, wonderful, out, truly outrageous blur. But I'm, I'm doing really well. Actually, it's been kind of, amidst all the crazy, it's been kind of nice to be a little more still. And so I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Ah, that is, is so wonderful to hear. Uh, so glad that the holidays and the new year and uh, the detritus of last year have been brushed away for you. And yes, absolutely. <laughs> Looking yeah. forward to uh, see you live and in person. Yes, me too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and along with our second guest, she is a singer, songwriter, and actress who joins us as the singing voice of Jerrica Benton, a.k.a. Jem. Please welcome Britta Phillips. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Uh, how are you Hi, doing? Everybody. I'm great. I'm great. Glad to be here. <laughs> oh, so glad to have you. So glad to finally meet you. Like I said, I had the pleasure of Samantha. Now my, my gem is united in my in my mind as well as my heart, and finally on my resume. Woohoo! So, <laughs> <laughs> so indeed. Ladies, thank you for joining us here today. And as always, yes, we, uh, we here at GalaxyCon are looking forward to the day when the world. I guess a little bit back to normal. And uh, we certainly look forward to the time when we can host you on our stages and get you back in front of your fans. In the meantime, we have the GalaxyCon virtual stage and it's an absolute pleasure to have you both here today. Thanks for having us. Oh, Hi, Britta. So the team right now is going through the chat room and pulling out the questions for us. In the meantime, I just like to start off with uh, how did Jim uh, begin for each of you? And um uh, Samantha, go ahead and start with you. Sure. So Jem was just this magical thing that I, that I just wandered into after being in the show business, show business kid since I was a little kid and uh, auditioned um, for the role and actually was really strange. I didn't think I did a good audition. In fact, I, I couldn't I couldn't get the sense of it. And I left feeling like, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And most of the time you don't hear anything. And so I just kind of wandered off onto the next adventure and uh, then found out I got I got the roles. So it's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Did they uh, did they give you any sort of information going into it? You know, OK, it's it's a cartoon. It's going to be a toy yes. line. Did they, you know? Yes. And so the distinction between Britta doing the singing voice of Jem and then them hiring voice actors, because initially we weren't, I don't know about you, Britta, but I wasn't told any of that. So I just, she was like, she's a rock star, but she has an alter ego. And when I walked into audition for the voiceover stuff, they had um, like little Xerox copies of the characters. And I think I read for a bunch of them. They had the misfits and all the different 
all the different ones and then with glamorous and 80s hair and mm-hmm. and uh yeah and I just went into this booth and I think I read for Wally Burr the director and um and read for a bunch of the roles and 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 then went on my way and I remember I have my or- original audition notes that say must find out about the singing voice of Jem um because I had no idea at the time that they were matching our speaking voices to the singing counterparts that Britta had already been cast as the singing voice of Jem. So all the music was like this huge machine that was happening in New York at the time. And then they were auditioning the voice actors to match us to the singing counterparts, but they didn't tell us that at the time. So we were just, all of us were kind of in the dark. (laughs) Britta and I never even met until 2010. Oh my goodness, that long. Wow. Yeah, we were like two separate two separate holograms on each coast. <laughs> wow. Gracious. So, yeah. so, so I'm Britta then. So you actually came in first. So how did this evolve for you? Um, well, I was living in New York. I'd just been there for about a year and um, I'd made a demo tape with my dad, who's a musician and he played it for Ann Bryant, who he was working with doing a lot of commercial jingles and stuff. So, uh, and she, put it away for a while, didn't listen to it right away until this project came up, which was originally M, not Gem, M. And uh, I auditioned. Uh, she, she actually, she finally listened to my tape and played it for, uh, I guess, a call or I can't remember all the big legs names. <laughs> um, so they brought me into audition and um, my dad came with me, held my hand. <laughs> and I, uh, my audition was the theme song. Um, yeah, but then I had, I had to re-record it because it had, they had to change it to gem. Wow. So just M letter M. Yes. Possibly, yes. possibly inspired by another, uh, pop music uh, icon at the time. Possibly. Who said <laughs> so there's a theme song in the vaults of you singing M. It's true. <laughs> Somewhere. That's so crazy. Wow. That's that's a holy grail. Somebody's gotta somebody's gotta dig I that know. up. Somebody's gotta dig it up. <laughs> or maybe you could maybe you could, you could cut a version of that sometime. Yeah, I'll just fly it in there. <laughs> <laughs> so so you, you, you both both of the case going. Um, the, this the gem has always been interesting because for everybody from the outside and and believe it or not, yes, I did watch some episodes of it in the day. Because it was just that block. And, you know, I guess I was a guy, Transformers and G.I. Joe, who were your Hasbro cousins. But uh, one thing always was taken by me. And again, people on the outside of it, they tend to dismiss the show as being like a Care Bears, Smurfs, everybody, everything gets along nice and friendly. And no, this show, this show (laughs) had an incredible amount of teeth for its time. And bombs. <laughs> and mischief and mayhem. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. There was, there was, there was, there was a lot of fun to be had. There was a lot of emotion. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Far more emotion than than again your your boyish cousins, GI Joe and, and Transformers. Um, I, I still maintain the scene where uh, uh, the flashback to Jim's mother passing away is still incredibly powerful. And again, for that time in that time slot of after school in the eighties, that that that. It moved the needle. Yeah. Yeah. That's often what I hear is people, that's their, their favorite. That They're like, I cry every time I watch that. And they weren't afraid to go there, which was for a Saturday morning cartoon. They had a lot of depth. 
And I think that's what really hooked people. It's like we, they became so emotionally invested in our characters. Very and much here so. we are today. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. And and uh, mm-hmm. and the great Christy Marks, who has written some amazing comic books, uh, including yeah. Sisterhood of Steel, one of my all-time favorites from the, from the 80s and stuff. She was uh, a, a, sort of a co-showrunner uh, on the series and definitely her influence. And a lot of other comic book writers of the time uh, kind of broke into animation through your show. And uh, that's that's another reason, too, that it's, it's, it's finally looked on and remembered as... Again, business-wise, when you look at it, talk about fans that, oh, well, Rogers Rogers wrote some gems? Really? And that <laughs> I've actually gotten I've actually gotten some guys interested in comic book history to jump on it. It's like, you know, this show is not what I expected. It's like, yeah, yeah, it kind of, kind of really mm-hmm. isn't. So um, what's what, what's been the, what's been the, the, your your favorite takeaway from from all this after all the years? What's become your favorite gem uh, related memory? Oh boy. <laughs> I know, right? So many. I know. Um, you first, Britta. <laughs> I mean, my my best memories from back in the day is just, um, I mean, it was, I had moved to New York to be a musician. So it was kind of um, my dream job, <laughs> just being in the studio with Ann and Ford and recording these songs. I mean, it was just, I, I didn't really hang out with the other singers they would come in as i was going out um it was just really exciting it was really exciting and you know i would uh i would i watched the watch the first season but i was like 20 21 so i was was partying after that (laughs) um and i have watched i've i've actually watched the whole see all of it since then but not for a while i just uh I love the way it combines this serious action and serious attitude with the really subtle and big emotions and really small, like everyday things, you know, like insecurity and um, like I was, yeah, I don't know. It's, I have, I, it's hard to answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, very, no, it's, a, it's a certainly, certainly a lot going on. Um I think hitting the high notes was very, that was a highlight for me is discovering that I could sing um, those crazy high notes, which I probably can't do anymore. Yeah, I've heard you. Not the really, really high ones. <laughs> Uh, absolutely. What were your, what were your sessions, uh, sessions like for you to come on in? Uh, what was, what was, what was the, how long was the recording of a, a standard song? Oh, it's pretty quick. Um, we get it. I think, I mean, it's maybe a, a session was like an hour and I did two songs or something, or maybe it was, I, it's hard to remember. It could have been a little longer, would have been two for two. It's usually, I think, two songs a session. And uh, they would tell me, uh, they would give me the story. They would oh. give me all the emotions of what's going on and, you know, the, he gave me the big arc and then the, the, the episodic arc of the, what was going on. And um, yeah, then, then it, then it was just working on those high notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they, they, they certainly were, certainly were. Um, but, we've got a couple of videos. Uh, y'all want to watch one and uh, let's yay. do a little commentary. Yeah. All right. I'm going to ask uh, Mike, our producer, to roll one of the music videos and he picks. So this will be, I gave him four. So this will be kind of random even for me. So let's see what the, uh, he plays out for us. 
And everybody in the chat room, go ahead and get your get your get yourselves ready. And has Mike got it? All right. While he's pulling that up, Samantha, let me ask you this much: what was uh, what was your usual uh, lead time in going in for an for an episode? Was it? Uh, it was. It was probably around four hours, six hours, something like that. It's hard to remember, oh, wow. but it was also, we recorded ensemble. Oh, here's the video. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, should I pick it up afterwards or we'll just watch this first? I, uh, let's see if we can we boot it up here. Yeah. <laughs> I love the 80s dance. <laughs> yeah, we were we were in such rebellion against disco that we just oh, yeah. collectively just <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's the episode where they go to Venice, right? Everybody goes to Venice, I think. Yeah. Yes, they do that scene so that the the guy drove the gondola like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I guess you are a superstar. Go ahead, jump <laughs> on in." So so that was one of and, and again the uh the art art direction and the animation direction i thought did a pretty good job uh, again of capturing what mtv was was putting out at that time and yeah, uh, yeah it just it's uh, it, i've always said that that gem gem is a really good pop culture time capsule of the 80s absolutely it yeah. and, and and not in a bad way, not in a snarky, smarmy, uh, like how silly it was. No, this is a this is a legitimate. It, it gives you a vibe of everything that everybody was aspiring to be. Exactly. I've especially been enjoying. Like, oh, go ahead. oh, I'm sorry. Just especially the drag queen culture. You had all these kids that these in the drag culture. Gem has been honored in the most magnificent ways, and they were kids when they were watching, and they're like, "I want to be like that." <laughs> Oh, yeah, it, it really inspired a whole generation. I, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with several uh, yeah. uh, of those guys, and yes, it was absolutely, you know, what Star Wars did to me, Gem, uh, pretty much did for them. It unlocked, yeah. like, I, I don't quite know what this is, but I want more. I want to be a part. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so awesome. Very, very much so. So, so Samantha, uh, what was a typical day of uh, a typical episode uh, recording for you? So we would usually record once a week. Um, sometimes I would have to record twice a week cause I have to go in and do some sort of pickup, which was, you know, just shoot in and out very easy, but, uh, yeah, we recorded ensemble. So the whole cast, as many of us could be in the room of this tiny studio, we all doubled up on mics, depending on, you know, they figure out who had the most dialogue and we'd get out sometimes Patricia and I, cause we were in there so much, it's so much dialogue. We would be, she would literally be like right there screaming out with me with her hands going and yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, and when That's we were that you got to it, do it all together. I it was yeah, it was my first animation job and they don't do that much anymore. No, the no. ensemble stuff. So I I was just in heaven and working with these amazing <clears throat> actors, you know, it just was, right it was, in front of me. And then yeah, it was yeah. like I said, those that was it was getting phased out at that point. And then uh, Andrea Romano sort of brought it back for uh, the WB stuff that she wanted that troop style. But yeah, yeah. that yeah, the the what was the magic the, uh, happens. 
It really does. I mean, you have to bring it in voiceover anyway. Most of the time you're auditioning, you're just in a booth. There's the, you know, either an engineer there, or maybe you have the producer or whatever, but you're, you're often just reading lines and you're not even getting the, the, you're not even a dialogue with somebody you're having to like pause. And so there's, you don't get a lot. And I just walked into this world of like, Charlie Adler screaming at me and like everybody just playing <laughs> off of each other. It was just magic. It was really, really cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we mentioned the scene with the uh, Jim's mom. Um, you mentioned how it brought everybody to tears. You want to, you want to revisit that? I'd love to hear yeah. your, your re- I'd love to hear your reactions to this. I All just right. thought it was so beautiful to delve into the backstory and they weren't afraid they weren't afraid to go there. You know, it's pretty, uh, pretty deep and poignant. And I thought it was beautifully written. It was just a beautifully written Very episode. Pour me out of town again. And poor Jarek is having trouble adjusting to her mother's increasingly frequent absences from home. What's wrong, sweetheart? Why do you have to go away all the time? Jarek, honey, this is my career. I won't be gone long. And, and you wouldn't want me to miss the concert, would you? If you love me, you won't go. I do love you, Jericho. Believe me. Your attention. Last call for flight 909. Honey, I've got to go. Give me a hug and a kiss. No. <sighs> we'll talk when I get back. Goodbye, Sorry, Mr. Benton. Jackie is dead. Killed in a plane crash. Mom! Oh, Jerrica. How can I go on without her? Yeah. Yeah, that's some tough stuff. I mean, little kids at the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> I, well... Yeah, yeah. Like I said, that's 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 some uh, some heavy it's stuff. Heavy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I and I, I get this way too, but uh, just but it 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 lended it lended just that again that that again for a show that's it that's again I was from the outside accused of ah oh, it's very sugary it's like it's a little bit of salt in there that uh, yeah. you'll, you'll find give it it overall palatability which is far beyond everyone's expectations. Yeah, it it really had a lot of grit and a lot of um a lot of depth and then it had like the ridiculousness and the wackiness of a cartoon at the same time. So you were just like on this ride and each episode was like the continuation of a story. And I remember Wally Bird, the director, he didn't want us to read uh cartoony. He was always like, I want I want these kids to to look up to you like you're their older sister, you know? So he wanted us to always sound very real which I think really, really was very cool. Yeah. Sounds Miss good. Sounds, yeah. Uh, yeah. The man was yeah. like, no, no question. Yeah. No question he was about awesome. that. Absolutely. I'll tell you, we're just about ready to go for audience <clears throat> questions, but I'll tell you what, since that was a little bit of diner, what do you say we do one more video, then we'll go to our audience questions. What do you say, ladies? It's showtime. Right. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Mike, go ahead and play. Uh, go ahead and play one of our one of our selections we've got there. And let's see what see what he brings up. Oh, this is a good one. Why did I let? 
As you get I'm doomed. Lighten up. Hey, you're not the one that's doomed. <laughs> now we know you can do it. You don't understand. I'm just not prepared to be judged by famous designers, let alone compete with Bobby Stark. Who is this tense and negative person who's pretending to be Shayna? Who are you? I'm scared. That's who. Oh, I like this. I can be whoever I want to Anyone at all I can strut when I want to strut Or hide behind a parasol It all depends on the mood I'm wearing It all depends on the mood I'm in I can be beautiful or truly And a shout out to the supporting cast of the show as well, the performers and the characters. Uh, just they weren't just ciphers. Like, okay, here's this one, and this is here. Everybody, 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 every character in the show was was in it beyond the the, the surface level. So yeah. and absolutely, and again, and you both worked for some great. They're great musicians in the studios uh, doing the songs, or just great actors and actresses in there. It the, the we're we're still talking about it yeah, decades later. So. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh, amazing indeed indeed it's so fun so I always the fans like they can they used to like eat cereal and watch gem and now it reads in a whole different way as a grown-up like you can sit and have cocktails and watch gem and it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> i think you've given us a really fun thing to do at our physical shows i would hope so of all the lockdowns you know <laughs> we'll do it we'll do a gem uh uh drink and watch how's that <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go ahead and roll some audience questions and let's say our first one it comes from tabitha and she wants to know what was it like to bring the character of jessica jim to life which persona was your favorite mm, that is a good one so i guess because i'm jerica um i would say well it was a, it was an amazing experience just being able like i said to be in the studio with these wonderful wonderful actors and an incredible director and just being able to do what I love for a living at 18 years old, you know, it, it availed me my own apartment and like my whole entrance into being, uh, you know, independent. So it was, it was such a huge, like Jem gifted me that it was like incredible. So that was lovely. Um, and also I guess I've, I've said this before, but I can't because I'm a singer as well. And I relate to Jerrica and being an indie artist. And she's like the one that's on the phone and she's, you know, doing all of the chop wood, carry water stuff, trying to organize everything and manage. And then there there's Jem, who's the artist. You know, I, just, I know you relate to this, Britta. <laughs> like Jem gets to like step out on stage and nobody knows the behind the scenes thing. So I've, I've always related very much to to both the counterparts. And also the yeah, no. I, I mean, I was just did gem, but I will say that I I took it absolutely seriously in the studio. The the character I took it like 
you know, I wasn't thinking, oh, this is just some little cartoon song I'm doing. It's like, no, I was I was really excited to try to fulfill that that character as a real and real emotions and a real person. And it was very great pop songs, man. Like, yeah, there's so many songs from the gem soundtrack that I'm like, I love this song. They're really, really good. Yes. Yes. I wish there was a way that they would come out like re-released. I hope someday. I I hope, I hope. I know the fans would go bananas. (laughs) (laughs) What an average of uh, two videos per episode and uh, yeah, do the math. That's yeah. (laughs) Right. A lot of songs, a lot of music. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Tabitha. Thank you. Great question to start. Thanks Tabitha. And what do we have next from Christy? What other fandoms would you like to see have a crossover with Jim? Ooh. I've been a big fan of Scooby-Doo since because I lived in different continents when I was growing up and suddenly it was like, they have Scooby-Doo here. I love Scooby-Doo. I think some capers with Jem and the Scooby-Doo gang and the misfits and haunted houses could be could be fun. That actually does seem like the perfect crop, just just because of what every episode is like. It's, you know, similar. It's a caper. Mad cat. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, that 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 would be an expedient one. I do know Hasbro for a, a couple of years now has been trying to do a Hasbro verse with all their toy properties. And there have been little blips in the comics and stuff where in a Transformers comic, they'll mention Jim. Yes. So, then, yeah, they, they, they have yeah. they have. They're not quite sure how or what necessarily, but they think they do have. Ah, chat says 153 songs. Thank you, chat. That's a lot. So, so yeah, so and Hasbro's really been wanting to push this into like the full cinematic joined universe, and uh, like everybody else has, though it's right. It's possible if there's another chance at bat for another reboot of Gem, um, not like the other one. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Maybe if I have a more super heroic persona. So, we will see. We will see. Yeah. But, uh, uh, thank you. Great question. Uh, <laughs> well, next with Jackson. Oh, what's your favorite '80s band? Does it have to be a band? No. Um, well, I mean, I was a huge Madonna fan. Duh. <laughs> but also Prince, Michael Jackson. Sorry. He, he cannot be denied musically. Um, yeah, that's good. Oh. Well, I, that's those, those yeah. three. <laughs> yeah. I want to leave you some, yeah. So I, all those three, like I went to a Madonna concert when I was 15 with a bunch of my friends and I had like the lace bow and the rubber brace, the whole thing. I mean, I was just like, who is this woman? This She's phenomenal. But um, I have a, a 80s playlist on Spotify, <laughs> like 250 songs. I really love the synth pop stuff. Like I was a big Thompson Twins fans. I loved... Um, Oh my gosh, the rhythmics and like the synth, more the synth pop stuff, Kaja Goo Goo. Yeah. I loved that stuff. I mean, but I also really loved Aerosmith and, and, uh, you know, Journey and Foreigner and like all of it. I, I couldn't pick one. I literally couldn't pick one. Don't make me. <laughs> nope. No, no, no. It's, it's favorites. It's plural and everything. Right, else. right. You know, I did. I, I, I was a metalhead, but I was also a secret Duran Duran fan. So, oh, I, yes. yeah, I love Duran Duran. <laughs> so, that was cool too. 
I was actually a metal fan right bef- right before I moved to New York. So right in the early 80s, right before I did Gem, I was into the, you know, Scorpions and Judas Priest. Oh, <laughs> right before Madonna. <laughs> right. And, 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 well, and, and you, ra- you raise an interesting point, though. It was like there you weren't allowed to be uh, you weren't allowed to cross your your musical fandoms. You had to identify and you were locked into that. And I had a secret stash of secret albums, literally. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. I, yeah, I had a Scorpions poster, a Twist Sister, everything else on the walls, but I had Duran Duran, Rhythmics, and, and Tom's. Yeah, I had their yeah. albums hidden under the bed. Oh, I, had, I also had to hide my love of disco in the late 70s coming from, you know, rural Pennsylvania, where I was like, I would just listen in my in my car by myself. Yes. <laughs> Confession, <laughs> I still listen in my car. <laughs> Bee Gees, I love the Bee Gees. Yes. And, uh, oh, my God. I in a Sunshine Band and like parliament oh my gosh disco i need a disco we should have a gem disco party (laughs) with some 80s stuff right writing that down all right all right (laughs) i'd love to see some fan art of gem reimagined as a 70s disco icon Yes, Ooh, that'd be interesting. That would be cool. All right, anybody in the, anybody in the chat room uh, knows some artists or whatever, be sure to tag us in that on social media. And Jackson, thank you. Wonderful question. Oh, well, Thanks, we Jackson. From Lily, what was it like being a part of Gem and the Holograms? Any funny stories to share? Uh, maybe during some mishaps in the recording booth, or um. The, the only thing I can think of is that when I had to hit a really high note, and I just think this is funny because it's kind of, I don't know if it's real or not, but four would have me just um, bend over so that all the blood would rush to my vocal cords. Oh. So if it was a high note I couldn't hit, it would just do that and come up and then and, and it would work. I don't know if it was just a placebo, like, a, you know, a psychological thing, but maybe it maybe it is an actual physical so if, if you need to hit a high note try it yeah, it does work yeah instead of like reaching up for the note you come down yeah yeah, yeah. probably more psychological i don't know hey it worked <laughs> whatever what it, whatever it takes to take to, yeah. to get that recording you know those were some high notes girl yeah. Those were some yeah. Uh, how about you, Samantha? Any uh, any humorous anecdotes you could share with us? Yeah, I remember one time, and I got validation from this, and I think it was Wally that validated it because a lot of the cast members were like, "What? I don't remember that." But they gave us naked storyboards at a rehearsal. <laughs> Yeah, we used to get storyboards, which showed, so you get your script and then you have a storyboard, which is showing the action going along with what you're saying. So that if you're telling, if you're speaking to Rio, but you happen to be running up a hill, you need to know that because you're going to deliver the line differently. Uh, And I, I don't know if it was one page that was naked, but they were naked. I should have kept it. I wish I kept it. I kept a lot of things. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. It was a joke sent down to us, and uh, maybe they confiscated them. I don't know. Maybe they thought they were going to tr- get in trouble, but I remember that. And I remember Patricia, uh, Patricia who played Pizzazz, and Charlie Adler, who played um, Eric Raymond, would, uh, well, especially Patricia, if she flubbed a line, she was known for her expletives. And I was pretty young and polite. <laughs> I learned a lot in those sessions. I was like, wow. <laughs> 
wow, you could do that? (laughs) (laughs) It was great. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, sometimes... Uh, every other voice actor we've always always alluded to there there there's a tape of me somewhere on a really bad day oh, yeah. i couldn't get the voice and i am just like and that's the best part we would get in trouble for for laughing and then they have to wrangle us all because you know because you're in a room with these great people that are not behaving sometimes <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh absolutely oh lily thank you wonderful question uh what do we have next uh, from Casey, how does it feel to have Jim be a role model for young women? Well, I mean, that's, it's a gift. I mean, really, when I was doing this back, how many years now is it? <laughs> I'm, I had no idea the effect it would have and the long-lasting effect, but I'm, you know, I'm very humbled and proud to be a part of it. You know, and I that the that the roles were so fleshed out, all kinds of all kinds of women too, not just yeah. one kind. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's so true. It's like Christy Marks, her writing, all the different archetypes, and especially Jem, like, you know, I, I kind of envied Patricia sometimes because of her bad girl role was so much fun and she was so good at it. The bad girls were awesome and i used to get made fun of in sessions you know i mean from a really sweet place i'd be like oh it's a little miss pink you know miss pollyanna but i i think i feel like the pollyanna archetype is really uh powerful you know it's transformative and gem sort of goes into chaos and somehow manages to like throw a benefit in the middle of it and so at the end of it everybody's happy you know so yeah she's a beautiful role model and beautifully written and and they're complicated you know yeah. like real people a real yeah. girl real whoever yeah boys girls all with their vulnerabilities and yeah yeah, yeah making mistakes and, and fallibilities yeah yeah i like that she, she 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 was a hero without being the ostentatiousness of being a superhero she was just uh yeah. always a good person yeah you know and and it wasn't it wasn't the the definite it wasn't like proposed out there it was just shown in her behavior it wasn't yeah. all played. Oh well, she's so good. She's so no, no, no. She, she just again. It was, it was uh, proven by her actions. Yes, and she wouldn't put up with shenanigans. She, she had good boundaries, and I just love that they glorified in that time um, somebody who stood up for the right thing because uh, there's not so much of that now for kids. And it would they, they definitely were role models. You know, and a lot of kids have said to me they had no guidance when they were growing up, and they had really difficult family lives and they said it was the one thing that kept me out of prison it was the one thing that like taught me to be a good person and tell the truth and it's like wow wow didn't realize like you said Bretta like who how would we have known we had no idea at the reach that was beaming out to millions of kids and they were they were growing up and growing with us and learning things learning life lessons and it was to to have Jem kind of be a custodian of that is really cool. Yeah. Did, did they sort of keep you all uh, in the dark about Jem's uh, popularity? I know again with your Hasbro cousins, the cast of GI Joe and Transformers, they were completely oblivious to how popular the show was. So I wasn't sure if they, you had any other than seeing the the toys and stuff out there. If you had any idea, just oh no no you're you're doing really well. You know if, if anybody ever actually told you that. Uh, I just saw an article in the paper once um, 
but then I, I you know, I mean, I, I didn't know. I thought, oh, okay, it's. I think it was the beginning, or actually, I'm not really sure where it was, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't really know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. really know, and especially after the show ended, because of it, really had to do with the packaging of the dolls. <laughs> they wouldn't fit upright on the shelves in the oh, store because wow. they were so tall. So they had to like put them in there. I don't know. I, uh, problems with the dolls. Um, marketing the dolls, not problems right. with the dolls. Problems yeah. marketing the dolls um, is what, yeah, hurt the show. But the sh- I learned later how successful the show actually was. Yeah, not at the time. yeah, like we didn't have social media back then. Yeah. Cell phones, anything. <laughs> you know, yeah. how did we live? But yeah, we, there was no way to really take the temperature of it. Um, but I, I remember my dad was like, you should go buy yourself a doll. So we went to Toys R Us at the time and I went with my mom and we bought a glitter and gold doll, which I still have. And my mom was telling a mother there that was getting a doll for her child. She was like, this is Jem. <laughs> and my mom was looking at her like, what? What? And yeah, it didn't go over very well. But um, yeah, my proud mom. But yeah. Like I had no idea either. It was so strange. It was. It wasn't until I think I reached out to you, Britta, in like 2003, and I'd been googling Gem, and there oh, were there all these web rings and email lists and all of all of this wonderful homage to Gem. Yeah, and we're like, what is happening? And then I found your email. I'm like, I got to email Britta. Hi, I'm Gem too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still so, alive. Yes, it is. No. Like, can you believe? Like, wow. Who I mean. At the time, I had a, a little brother who was five, and every once in a while, I would run into his friends, and they would be excited. But I didn't know that they would grow up and remember and still care, which yeah, is yeah, true. Uh, so lovely. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so again, like 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 your Hasbro cousins on Joe and Transformers, they hid the fan mail from you. <laughs> Did you get you got fan mail sent to you through your agent or through through the music? Did, did they get fan mail too? Because you must have had fan mail. I know you must have had fan mail. They didn't. No. I, I would have thought, but no. I don't know. Maybe I, there's like a big stash of it somewhere. They <laughs> <laughs> didn't know where to get it. Because so, that's the old school way. But yeah, yeah no indeed. social media. So weird. Yeah, indeed. It's okay. all about that. Casey, thank you. Wonderful question. Uh, what we have next from Leslie What's your favorite song to perform? Or C performs. Hmm. I mean, gem song. I think in general. I think in in general. What's your favorite favorite song to perform? Or to see performed? Wow. That's a big question. That's basically like, what's your favorite? I'm terrible with favorites. Because I don't ever want to just Well, it's it's, (laughs) one of of your favorites. Okay. One of your favorites, yeah. Um, uh, well, I like to perform my, I, I have a cover of uh, the, the Cars song Drive, and I really oh. like to perform that. That's uh, one that I, I like to perform live. And then to see, though, um, God, Iggy Pop singing The Passenger. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Because he's awesome. I like that, and now, now I am extremely curious to see your rendition of of of, of that car song. 
It's oh, on Spotify. It's on record. All so, right, yeah. Della, 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 we'll, we'll go. Yeah, we'll go. The we'll video go. is so cool too. I love the video. Oh, thank you. Ooh, what was that? How about you, Samantha? What's a what's a song you never get tired of uh, of singing? That is a good question. I feel like I ha- I've been doing so much stuff for Gem lately. I have three albums and I'm barely performing <laughs> music off of them. But uh, wow, I don't know. Um, I I really like at heart. I am. I love pop rock. Like I really am. Like I really have always been a belter. I love it. I like singing loud. Um, yeah. Kind of stems from from my Annie days. I was never afraid to like sing loud. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on that one. I can't That's think of fine. my favorite one. If, if it, yeah. That pop, pops in your head uh, later on. Let us know. And yeah. Leslie, thank you. And I think think we have time for one more. So let's see what we, if we can get a really good one to go on. And from Ben, <clears throat> what do you think Jem would be doing today, years later? So. If, <clears throat> So if, if Jem aged in uh, real time like the rest of us, uh, what we what should be doing now? Uh, putting out really good music on our label, <laughs> signing <laughs> good good artists. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, co-writing great songs. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and writing great songs and and, and she still probably records. she'd probably be like mentoring young artists too she'd probably instead of haven house she'd like have a house for artists that were were up and coming songwriters and she'd be creating this lovely space for them to like grow their art and be nurtured and <laughs> can see her yes. doing that. yes <laughs> yeah i could see yeah i could see jim very much uh, still being being jim for some reason though i could i could see jerica considering a political career Ooh, <laughs> a lot of sharks out there. Yes, yes please. New England sharks with the misfits. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they they, they um, buried the hatchet. They're they're buddies. I I actually see them helping run the the studios now in the good way. I can see them yeah. being uh, being mentors to uh to young young immersive talent. They probably don't hang out, but they've got a mutual respect. Like, hey, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, they 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 yeah. the MC, MTV brings them together for those uh, uh those reunion specials and right. <laughs> and the uh, dad would still be like, "Wait, how many songs is she doing? Wait, what? <laughs> is she going on first? Am I opening for her? What's going on?" <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. That would be the best. <laughs> oh, ah, GalaxyCon viewers, this has been my time with the voices of Jim, but it absolutely does not have to be yours. If you'd like to chat with our guests or purchase an autograph, please head over to GalaxyCon.com. And while you're there, please be sure to check out our schedule of upcoming events just like this one. Uh, Britta, Samantha, this has been absolutely wonderful. Any uh, parting words for our audience before we go backstage? Any what? Any final oh, words for our audience? Oh. <laughs> Hang in there, everybody. Hang in there is what I want to say. Hang in there. This has just been the most crazy. But you know what? When I think about it, it is all over the world right now. So, so in a way, we are all connected in a weird, weird through through all of this. We are all kind of in the same. We're in the same thing, and um, I just I don't know. I am the I'm always the Pollyanna, and I know that we're going to get through this, and the world is going to be brighter because of it, and to uh to just not give up okay as that sounds but keep the faith and well, i'm hoping some good comes of this too yeah. i'm 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 with you there and um yeah just stay safe and sane yes stay safe yeah. 
and binge watch gem episodes because it's fun and it'll make you feel better. I think it's on Tubi or something right now. So something like that. Ladies, this has been my absolute pleasure to serve you both today. Thank you once again for joining us at the GalaxyCon virtual stage. Thank you to our audience for joining us today. And thank you for all your wonderful, great questions. Hope to see you all again this weekend. We will be hosting legendary director John Carpenter, actor William Daniels, and actress Bonnie Bartlett, a Superman reunion, Avatar The Last Airbender, Lost, and The Nightmare Before Christmas. Until then, bye-bye, everyone. Take care, and please keep washing those hands. Bye, guys. Thank you so much.